1: He has one of the most impressive resumes on planet Earth. Two-time MVP. Slings it to McKinnon at the 40, to the 30, to the 20, to the 10, to the 5. Touchdown! Batman loves this stadium! Underhanded shovel for a 56-yard touchdown! two-time Super Bowl champ. Mahomes in the pocket, floats a pass near side, Kelsey over the shoulder, he's got the catch, he's got the touchdown! Kansas City, a beautifully thrown ball as Mahomes to Kelsey. And the only place in the world where he does an interview
0: weekly is right here on The Drive with CDOT. It's
1: not something that I would say I'm a
2: Waffle House guy, but it definitely we made our appearance at Waffle House uh, a couple of times.
1: 310 means one thing. Here's Patrick Mahomes. Every Monday after the game, we are honored to be joined by the quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs, the current NFL MVP, Super Bowl MVP. For my money, he is the best quarterback in the league. Our conversation with Patrick this week started with, you have now had 24 hours. You got a chance to go home, take a shower, get something to eat, review the film, sit down. Where are you at mentally after yesterday's loss and what happened on the sideline?
2: Yeah, man, it was a tough loss yesterday. Um, But, I mean, all you can do in this league is kind of move on. So uh, I've already uh, watched the film, uh, trying to learn from our mistakes in the game, uh, and then now we're going to try to do whatever we can to find a way to to beat a New England team that's uh, playing good football right now. So uh, you kind of have to just kind of keep moving forward in this league if you want to try to get back on track.
1: You mentioned watching the film. What was your biggest takeaway when you watched it?
2: Yeah, I mean, I mean, we did a lot of great things, man. I mean, obviously, didn't start the game offensively how we wanted to with the interception, um, but I uh, thought the guys played hard. Um, I thought for the most part, guys did a good job of uh, going out there and, and making plays happen. Um, we just came up short, man, um, and uh, we got to continue to continue to get better and better. And uh, obviously, the, the race to AFC West has gotten tighter, so uh, we got to continue to do whatever we can to try to string together some wins. And uh, so, start with a great week of practice this week.
1: Right now, we're talking to the quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes. Patrick, let's go through the play, obviously, at the center of everything. Take us through the play.
2: Yeah, no, uh, it was a, a pretty a cool play design uh, where we got Travis Free, um, and then he uh, he made a big-time catch, and then, obviously, a big-time throw. Uh obviously, uh, didn't, it didn't end up in our favor uh, with the flag. Um, but uh, I, I was proud of how the guys fought, man. Um, and to the very end, guys fought. Um, and uh we just kept a little bit short.
1: How much of that play is improv? Where Travis just makes the decision to lateral it, or was that part of the play design for him to do that?
2: No, it was a hundred percent improv, man. Um, that's just a, a great player making a great play in a in a, in a big time moment. Um, it, yeah, I mean, just to have the the. The have the knowledge of your surroundings and know that that guy's wide open across the field and, um, getting, getting the football to him and, and trying to make a play for the team. I mean, it was, uh, it was, it truly was a really cool play and, uh, uh, that that didn't count, but, uh, it shows the type of player that he is.
1: You mentioned greatness in your post-game press conference. How many players in the league do you think even have the IQ to make that play in that spot, given all of the scenarios?
2: Yeah. I mean, there's not many men, um, not many i don't think all time being able to think the, the lateral ball throw the ball across the field um and a and within under two minutes in a, in a big time football game um against a good team um so i mean it's just he's a he's a legendary player man i mean he, he does a lot of great things he has the confidence to do it he knows the field and it's like he's playing at a different speed than everybody else does so slow down t- slow it down and uh, make that decision in that moment
1: Patrick can you take us through what Tony's responsibility in that play is he supposed to check with the center is he supposed to look at you he's supposed to look at the sideline like in that spot what is the wide receiver's responsibility on that play
2: yeah I mean in most in most uh instances um uh, they, they usually just point to the ref and um they the rev gives them they're good or they're not good and uh then you kind of move keep moving on i mean you just gotta know who's on and off the ball um but uh yeah man um i I guess i don't know i didn't i I haven't talked to him so i don't know for sure if he pointed or not or whatever that all that stuff's going on i just know uh that we got called off sides up for it so i mean it's uh it it happens man it's the nfl um stuff like that happens you got to move on um not every season's gonna be the same you're not always gonna have success and you got to learn how to get better from it. And, uh, so you still got four games left and we got to do whatever we can to try to fight to, to win the division and, uh, get into the playoffs.
1: You mentioned going back and watching the film. Have you seen the video of you on the sideline? Have you got a chance to go back and watch that?
2: Uh, I've seen a little bit of it. I'll try to stay away from it a little, a little bit. I mean, it's, uh, yeah. I mean, obviously you don't want to react that way. I just, I mean, I care, man. I love it. I love, I love this game. I love my teammates and I, I want to go out there and put everything on the line to win. Um, but uh, obviously can't, can't do that. I mean, can't be that way towards officials or really anybody in, in life. Um, so I probably regret acting like that. Um, but more than anything, I mean, I, just, I regretted the way I acted towards uh, Josh after the game, cause he had nothing, nothing to do with it and, Um, so I, I was, uh, I I was still hot and emotional, um, but you can't do that, man. It's not a great example, uh, uh, for, for kids watching the game. So, uh, that, that, I was more upset about that than I was about me on the sideline.
1: Yeah. I thought so too, because I think there was some conversation that your frustration on the sideline was potentially directed at anybody on your team. I never thought that for a second, you could just kind of tell by your demeanor, you were just mad at the situation, mad at the call. And obviously mad that that was a big play that aided in you guys losing the game.
2: Yeah, 100% man. I, I just um it's tough when you really play a hard-fought game um and and the game uh comes down comes down to stuff like that. I mean, either way, man. Um but it's uh part of it, man. It's part of the game. Um you just, now you just learn from it and try to be better from it, be better as a person and uh be better as a player. So, it's uh um something that I'll learn from in my career um and try to be better the next time the situation arises.
1: Right now we're talking to Patrick Mahomes, quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs, for a few minutes. When you go back and watch, are you surprised at how mad you've gotten? Because I think a lot of people, it was just, I don't want to use the term out of character, but normally you are just more composed in that moment than you were in those 30, 45 seconds. Are you surprised that you got that upset in that moment?
2: Um, no, no, not really. I mean, uh, it was a big play in the game, um, and uh, obviously – got negated um because of a, a, a foul um so i mean it's uh i just I, I i didn't i didn't have a great explanation for it obviously i'm not seeing the view from the sideline or anything like that um and i didn't even really know i heard the call but from where i was you couldn't even tell what really happened and i was trying to get an explanation and didn't really get one so um obviously uh, i've seen it seen it now and um, if, if he didn't, if he if he didn't check and they, they weren't they weren't good, I guess. I mean, it is a foul. It's just something that you just don't you rarely see called in the in, in the NFL. And so, um, but it was a foul. So I mean, it's uh it's part of, it's part of playing the game, man. You just learn from it, and part of being a person, man, you learn learn from your mistakes, and try to be better the next time.
1: I want to give you a stat here that you mentioned that is rarely gets called in the NFL. The stat was on SportsCenter yesterday. Andy Reid, as a head coach, he has been a part of 25,172 offensive plays. That is the first time that an Andy Reid coach team has ever been called for offensive offside. So you say it never gets called. It literally never gets called for Andy Reid's teams.
2: Yeah, no, it's, uh, I mean, you, you, emphasize that stuff in training camp and OTAs and stuff like that. I mean, you just try to make sure you're on and off the ball and, and when you motion, you're not moving forward or there's no sudden movements, but, I mean, it's just stuff that, uh, you have to, you have focus on, I mean, your whole entire life. Um, but, uh, obviously in a big moment, it, it came up and arise as a problem for us. And, uh, we just got to make sure that we we go back to the fundamentals and, and try to make sure that we're good at those, so that that stuff doesn't happen.
1: What's next? I guess related to this, are you expecting a fine? Are you expecting a call from the commissioner? Are you expecting this just kind of blow over like stories? Like, what are you expecting to come from this?
2: Um, I mean, honestly, I don't know. I mean, I know usually when you when you t- you talk about referees, that's not a good, not a good thing. Um, or if you are saying stuff towards referees, and that's why I usually stay away from it. Um, because I know their job is hard and, and, they, and they're, they're trying to go out there and do the best they can as well. Um, but uh, whatever happens, happens, man. I, you have to accept the consequences of your actions, um, and that's something that I've always stood by. And um, I obviously didn't act in the way that I, I usually act, and, and if there's consequences that come from it, then I have to accept those.
1: This feels like a fork in the road for the team and kind of like fight-or-flight scenario. What are you expecting to come from this just as a group? based off what happened yesterday, obviously the stretch of football that you guys have played and knowing that you got a month left in the regular season.
2: Yeah, I mean, you hope that guys respond. I mean, uh, obviously we haven't had a a good stretch of football these last uh, five, six games. Um, And uh, we have to uh, see how we respond, man. I mean, all I'll say is I think the guys have played hard the entire time, and now it's about just trying to find a way to execute at a higher level. And I know it's hard to keep saying that week after week, um, but if we want to take that next step and – um, try to get some momentum um, going into the hopefully the playoffs. Um, you got to you got to execute at a higher level, and that includes myself. And I feel like guys are start, the fights there, and I know the guys are gonna lay it all on the line. And I'm excited to just see how we respond um, and uh, go into this week and try to have a great week of practice.
1: You mentioned it a couple times. Are you worried about you guys winning the division? It feels like that's been a foregone conclusion over the course of your career. Denver is only one game back. Are you at all worried about not winning the AFC West? I mean all I mean all you can
2: do is take a week at a time. Um that's always our first goal is to win the AFC West and then and then uh then, then you work on everything else after that and the Denver's playing good football and they're a game back now and all we can do is focus on the Patriots this week. Um if we focus on week after week and, and um we try to go out there and be the best that we can and try to just win the football games that are in front of us, uh all the rest of that will handle itself.
1: Last question here, Patrick. How much of the offensive struggles do you think are attributed to the fact that you guys changed offensive coordinators and you don't have that continuity that you have? You guys have done a really good job with having the same staff over the last couple of years. Other opportunities pop up and you guys have had some changes. How much of the struggles do you think are that lack of continuity with changing offensive coordinators and changing staff?
2: Um, I mean, I don't, I don't think it's much. I mean, um, we have a lot of the same coaches that have been in the building for a long time. Obviously, we lost some some great coaches from other places that are went to get new opportunities, but uh, all all the a lot of these coaches have been in the building for a long time. And Coach Reed has kind of done this, where he's had changeover in the coaching staff, and he's had changeover in teams, and he's been able to to have success. I think mean, it's just we just we haven't been executing and playing at a high enough level um, in order to have that consistent success week in and week out. And um, all all I mean, all we can do is just be better this week. Um, and I'm, I'm excited for the, the challenge of it. Um, we're playing a really good defense. Um, and so it'll be a great challenge for us as an offense to go out there and execute at a high level.
1: That is the quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes, joining us on the show today to talk about yesterday's game against the Buffalo Bills. Patrick, I appreciate your time as always, man. Thanks so much for hopping on with us today. Yeah, appreciate
0: you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive.